Welcome to Women in Leadership Talk, where you'll hear from successful women who are empowering other women with their stories of adversity, resiliency, and success. And here is your host, Vicki Bradley, founder and CEO of Women in Leadership Empowered. Hello, and welcome to the Women in Leadership Talk podcast. I'm Vicki Bradley, your host, and I'm actually going to be the one you're speaking with today. So thank you very much for taking the time to join me. And I want to spend a few minutes, well, actually more than a few minutes, Talking about confidence today, I find that working with clients that, you know, confidence is the underlying challenge that most of us face and we all want it. And many of us lack confidence in certain areas that can debilitate us. Just because you're lacking confidence in one area doesn't mean that it's in all areas of your life. And I'm going to say that again, because that's super important. People will say to me, oh, I'm not very confident, or I don't feel good about doing this. Just because you're not confident in one area does not mean that you're confident or that you're not confident in all areas of your life. So today we're going to talk about three common signs of lacking confidence and how we can address each one. How do we use confidence that we have in one area of our life to actually bolster confidence in other parts of our life? So what is confidence really? The dictionary defines it in six different ways. And what we're going to talk about here is confidence being the belief in yourself and your own personal power or abilities, that self-confidence or self reliance or assurance. So let's take a minute to think about, you know, how confidence plays in with work, with home, with romance. How do you feel when you're under fluorescent lighting? Wouldn't it be great to feel confident no matter what you're doing, no matter who you're with? And this is possible. It's all about identifying the areas where we lack confidence and practicing and building those muscles so that you can build your confidence. So in my work, I actually see three areas uh, or three signs of low confidence all the time. And I love helping my clients be able to overcome that and, and really help them to flourish when it comes to confidence. So one of those is not asking for what you want. And this is very common, especially for women, because we've been taught at a very young age to, uh, you know, not make waves, play nice, don't be greedy. You know, you know, if you speak up, you're going to be seen as bossy. All of those stories that we're told. And this is really an indoctrination that, you know, we're always asking ourselves inwardly, if we're being fair, are we being greedy? Um, what's the message that we're perceiving in our ability to ask for what we want? And this shows up often for women, especially when it comes to promotions or asking for pay raises. And so for entrepreneurs, it's all about asking for the price that you're worth. And so for all kinds of women, this can show up in our homes, but also in our, pers- in our professional lives. And so the root of not asking for what we want is often because of our own self-doubts. And so it's how do we overcome that? Because when we're self-doubting and we're not asking for what we want, we begin to resent. We we resent other people. We resent ourselves. And we don't want to get to that place because, and that's an emotion that can poison relationships and our own well-being. So when it comes to relationships, it's especially unfortunate because it's not the other person's fault that we didn't ask for what we wanted or what we needed. That's going to be on us. And so 
let's talk about how do we how do we learn to ask for what we want? We can't wait for that to just happen overnight. We have to actually take action and we have to find that bravery or that courage to go out and ask for what we want. So we have to build confidence. And it's like going to the gym, right? When you go to the gym and you pick up a barbell, you know, you just don't walk out of the gym with big muscles. You have to practice that over time. You have to do repetition. And after repetition, you start to build those muscles. It's the same thing with building your confidence. And it starts with figuring out what do you really want? You don't have to justify it to anyone else. But while you're building this skill, you might have to justify it to yourself. And and you're usually your biggest critic. So instead of being a critic, we have to learn to embrace that and know that we are worthy of it. And being clear will help it make, make it easier for you to say out loud what it is that you actually want. So let's take a few ways to say what you want. Let's say you're pursuing a new position, right? And you'd like some help navigating the leadership team dynamic. So you've got to ask for that. Who are you going to go to? Who's your mentor? Who's your sponsor that can help answer some of those questions to help you be the most successful that you can be? Or, you know, maybe you you want to ask for $10,000 for a fee or for a project that you're working on. Being confident in asking for that because you've spent all this time, uh, experience, knowledge, acquiring the information that someone else needs, and you're sharing that. And when you're sharing that, that's a part of you. And so you need to be validated with what they're paying you. And, you know, you they don't have to go out and do all that work because you're imparting that on them from your own experiences. You know, even at home, when mommy needs that time at 8 p.m. to meditate and letting everybody in the house know that, you know, mom needs this time, you know, whether it's half an hour, an hour, that's her time. Everybody else has their time. And so making sure they understand why that's important, that gives you an opportunity to refuel, to recharge so that you can be your very best when you're with them, either before or after that time, that it gives you what you need. So This is really an important piece because learning how to ask for what you want removes some of that emotional charge or that frustrations that you might get when you don't get what you want. One of the other examples is in the lack of confidence is with your body language. What are you doing that potentially could be sabotaging your message? And this is especially true for women. We can have great content. We can have an amazing verbal conversation. But because of our body language, sometimes we're sabotaging our message. So when our body language isn't aligned to what we're actually saying and or our position, it shows other people that we actually lack confidence. And body language to watch out for includes things like fidgeting, playing with our hair, rubbing our neck, rolling our eyes. Like there's a lot of, you know, different examples. Um, yeah, I'll give you another one as an, as a uh, female in a high powered senior leadership role, taking notes at the executive table. When you position yourself as the note taker, the eyes in the room see you differently. They see you as the secretary, not as an equal. And so it's super important that you're sitting back in your chair and you're listening, you're paraphrasing what you've heard, not sitting there taking dictation. Somebody else can do that or nobody needs to do it. What are the 
three, you know, or four things that you've taken from the conversation and how will there be action taken from those comments? Super important. When you take notes, it's it's communicating that you're in a role that's not equal to them and you are equal to the other persons in the room. And so you want to make sure that you're positioning yourself from a body language standpoint as an equal. Another one that's really common is being talked over during your presentation. You know, and this can even happen from your boss. Usually this is unintentional. Often it's a case where they want to show you that they're supporting you, but sometimes the impact can be very different. That impact can make you feel like they think you don't know what you're talking about, or, um, you know, maybe it's uh, somebody goes on a rant and it, it derails the, the conversation in a way that's not productive. So super important, again, that you speak up and bring that conversation back and not in a way that is demeaning to the person. Maybe it's your boss or peer who speaks up on your behalf, but thanking them. Thanks, John, for having my back. Thanks, John, for elaborating on what I just said. That brings the power back to you without it alienating anyone else. It also shows your confidence and how much you appreciate that person having your back. All again, very super important here. And the third sign of confidence is using negative self-talk. Can't stress this enough for anyone, man or woman. Women fall into negative self-talk trap and it takes years or decades for them to pry themselves out of this trap. So when we're in a place of feeling a lack of or not enough of, we tend to amplify negative stories in our minds instead of being our best cheerleaders, instead of highlighting the accomplishments that we've had. This actually reinforces a lack of confidence and it solidifies negative self-talk as a habit. So These are are really important. And if that sounds like you, it's time to break that cycle. And so how do we we build confidence with helpful self-talk? And the more you catch negative self-talk and refocusing or reframing your thoughts on what you do want or your strengths, the more you're going to break that pattern. So you want to be thinking about you know, how you catch that. So if you, I mean, I used to have a really bad habit where I would do something and maybe I was embarrassed. I would go, oh my gosh, Vicki, you're so stupid. Why would you do that? When I realized that's what I was doing, I said to myself, would I ever say that to my best friend? Would I ever say to my best friend that they're being stupid? No, I probably would not ever say that. I would say something like, wow, Vicki, you're being too hard on yourself. Or Um, why do you think that was stupid? Actually, you know what? Let's talk about what you just brought up there. That's a really important point. And so learning how to do that for yourself is super important and super validating because only you can change that. What you, what you think is who you become. And so if you're thinking that you're less than or not worthy or you're doubting, that is what you become. And so it's important that we start to recognize and celebrate all the wonderful things that we are doing. So the other thing is inquire about how appropriate it is to say something like that to yourself. So again, you know, I'll go back to my best friend. What would I say to my best friend? What would I say to a colleague at work? If someone else was listening, how would I frame that? 
These are really important questions to ask yourself because that can be a huge shift in how you see yourself. And you, by the way, should be your biggest fan and your biggest cheerleader. All of these things are ways to identify where your confidence is lacking and how you start to build your confidence. Start reframing, catching yourself doing good things. I think one other tip I'll leave you with is really taking note or journaling or creating a notebook that really highlights when you do great stuff. Because first of all, you're going to, you're the only one who knows how you've done things and you need to be able to acknowledge to yourself internally that you did a great job. It's not the outer world that will make you feel confident. It's what you do in your inner world that changes that confidence level. So I share these things. These are quick tips, I know. Um, But you know what? If you're interested in having a further dialogue about it, feel free, reach out. You can always reach me at info at willempowered.com. You can follow me on LinkedIn. Um, feel, Feel free to direct message me. But I think these are important conversations that we continue to have because we have a lot of work to do in the world. And it's easy to get caught up in the negative or the lack when there's so much abundance. And so, you know, again, if I can help in any way, please feel free to reach out. I'm Vicki Bradley, and this is the Women in Leadership Talk podcast. Hope to see you at the next chat. Take care. Thank you for joining us for Will Talk, sponsored by Women in Leadership Empowered. To learn more about our programs, please visit www.willempowered.com. We look forward to seeing you in our community.